Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Takeoff Podcast. This is week four. How is everyone doing today? How's everyone doing this week? I'm doing pretty good right now. Let's start off with a quick Edgar update. Edgar, right now at the time of this recording, is 19 days without a potty accident in the house. His previous record, if you don't remember, is 21. So he is killing it. Actually, something I totally forgot. I almost forgot. I obviously didn't forget. I almost forgot. So we took Edgar to the vet. He needed to get like one other shot, like a booster shot. I don't remember exactly what it was. And we also needed to get him more heartworm medicine uh, just for like prevention. He doesn't have it, but just to make sure he doesn't get it. And so they weighed, they weighed this young man. The last time we weighed Edgar, he was 11 pounds. And for the longest time, I thought he was about 25-ish pounds. So we brought him in and they weighed him officially. And this young man is 36 pounds of pure muscle. Because what they thought, they were, they were looking at him, and they, were, they thought that he was also going to be 25 pounds because he's like he's like a tall, thin, like, thought, you know, puppy. But he's 36 pounds, I mean, and he feels it when I pick him up. Sometimes I got to pick him up, and he's a, he's a heavy boy. So going on all these walks, giving him all this food, I mean, him running, he's loving life right now. He's doing really good. And, uh, but... This week, so that, I mean, that happened. And he's doing good with the record, uh, you know, his days without action. I'm, we're, our goal is 30 days. If I can get him to go 30 days in a row without potting in the house, and if I can trust him to be in another room that I'm not in or Taylor's not in without chewing on everything, then I will allow him to not sit in the crate while I go to the gym. You know, I'll be able to trust him. He's been... He wasn't in the crate when I would go to the gym. He would just only be in the crate when we would leave for long periods of time. But he started chewing on stuff, and I don't like that. So, But if he can get to 30 days, that'd be nice. Tomorrow, he'll be at 20 days, which is really good. And then the ultimate test is if we bring him to my mom's house, that's the ultimate test. He he has a really bad problem with being on the floor there. That's neither here nor there. Edgar, other than that, has actually had a pretty bad week. So... He is about, I mean, he, he needed a nail trimming, right? And we, well, what I would do, what I like to do is I like to take him into PetSmart because if you give, it's just six bucks, you can just walk in, you don't have to make an appointment and they will grind his uh, nails down so they're not sharp in the grinds. If you don't know anything about like dogs, nails or any animal nails, so just like when you cut your own nails, if you cut them too low, you know, it hurts and sometimes it'll even bleed. Well, it's the same thing with dogs. If you cut them too low, it'll hurt them. And then also there's like different types of clippers. So there's like regular like clippers that have a blade on both sides, like a clip. And then the most common kind, which people don't realize they're like called the guillotine clippers. And it's really one side has a blade and the other side's just smashing the nail. And that like really hurts a dog, right? So... I was just bringing a PetSmart because the third option is like a grinder or like just like a Dremel tool. And I would bring him to PetSmart a bit. Can you just grind down his nails? So that way, for one, it doesn't hurt him. And two, it will like his nails won't be sharp at all. They'll be short and they'll be rounded off. And so they'll look nice. If he like jumps on me or whatever, he won't scratch me, any of that kind of stuff. And so I took him there probably like three times. And he really loved it. And this is like just over the span of us having him. I took him to PetSmart about three times to get his nails uh, grinded down. And like I said, it's only six bucks. And like you just walk in. 
super easy. I don't have to worry about the stress of me trying to hold them down. I don't have to worry about, you know, me having to go out and buy a, like the Dremel tool and then having all the shavings or whatever just fly all over the place. Because I can't do it on the porch. It's freezing. It's February right now. It's freezing cold. I don't want to stand out there and do that. And he doesn't like necessarily love it. But, you know, they, they uh, like they'll have two people to do it or they'll like put them in a th like they'll put them on a thing like a leash where they're not actually holding the leash. So, he, you know, he's like kind of being held down, but not like that crazily. And then the fourth time we took him in, it was kind of later in the day and I brought him in and there was this. Uh, I thought it was a new worker. It turns out she wasn't a new worker. It was just the first time I seen her there working and she was by herself. Right. And so I said, like, she, she didn't look like she was busy. She didn't have, like, a bunch of dogs or anything. And I said, can you please do his nails? And she said his nails look too long to be dremeled down, so she was just going to clip them, which they've said that in previous times, too. Like, we're going to clip it first and then grind it down. And it's like, okay, that's fine. Like, here's Edgar. I'm going to go. I'm going to go walk around, do some shopping for treats or food or toys or whatever. And after, like, just a couple minutes, she called me back already, which was really nice. I was like, oh, that was fast. And she told me that she didn't even, she said, I only got a couple of his nails done, but I can't do anymore. And I don't like confrontation or anything like that. So I didn't like ask why I just said, okay, like that sucks. And I still have to pay the full price. And she only did a couple nails and Edgar was like, just so excited to see me, which he normally is. So I didn't really think anything of it. And I was, like, so confused. I was like, what happened? Like, like, was he being bad or was she new and she messed up? Like, I don't know. And then I waited a while. Again, I took him back in. And uh, there was, like, a whole bunch of workers there in the grooming area. So I said, can you please just clip his nails? Like, I know his nails are too long to be grinded down. Can you just clip them? Because if uh, before when I would do it, he was still, like, um, like a very young puppy. So they gave him like a price where it was like $6 for a, it's called like a pod cure. And for $6, you would get his nails clipped, grinded. And then he also got like a puppy perfume and a band, like a bandana, like, um, you know, and that was only six bucks. But now since he's a little bit older, that deal is 20 bucks. And then just the clipping or the grinding is six bucks. So I was just like, can you just do the clipping today? I don't want to pay the 20 bucks for the clipping and the grinding, just the clipping. And so it, they took him in the back and I went shopping again and they called me back there and they said that they didn't get a single nail clipped and that he was biting at them. I was like, biting at you? He never, he never bites at anyone or anything except for sticks or grass because he's dumb like that. <laughs> and I was like, what, like, what, what's going on? And they still charged me. They were going to charge me six bucks. They said, sorry about that. Like, here's your your uh, paperwork, whatever, to pay for this at the front. And then the grooming manager, like, walked in the door because so they called overhead, like, Edgar's owner or Dalton or something like that, like, to the grooming station. And then for some reason, apparently the manager thought that she heard her name. So she went to the grooming station. And so she heard all this. And she was like, hold on, like, let me give him a let me give it a try. Because when they would do the nails, they would take him in the back room. So even if I did want to watch, I couldn't, right? And the manager was like, let me try it. So she propped him up on the table right there in the front. So I stayed in the room so he could see me and I could watch as this went down. And this manager and a different coworker, they put him on the table. They put the leash thing on him to like kind of hold his neck up so he can't like bite down at him. And then they had the one coworker grab him and hold him down and hold his paws while the manager was clipping away. 
And I was like, thank you for getting all the clippings done. But he is having a terrible time. Like, he was, like, yelping. He was crying. He was trying to bite at him. He had, like, I mean, if I was blind and I was just, like, listening, I would think he was literally dying. Like, he was going nuts. And I was like, I don't understand. Like, do you just all of a sudden just hate nail clippings that much? Or did the person, the previous person, like, traumatize you? Or did you never actually like them, but you were, like, smaller, so they just put up with you and they just held you down? Like, what is going on here? Because I've never, after any time, I never once, like, his nails were never bleeding or anything like that. And he never, like, walked with, like, a limp or whatever, like, not touch his paw to the ground. Nothing like that ever, ever happened. But, so, they very politely said, not verbatim, but they were pretty much very politely saying, like, please don't bring him back here unless you are going to give us permission to sedate him first. And they're like, there's one other uh, dog owner that comes in here where we have to sedate her dog. She's like an older lady. They're like, we have to sedate her dog every time. She gives us permission. We're going to sedate him and then do his nail clippings. And I was like, sedate him every time he gets his nail clipping done? Like, I don't want to do that. And they said, the only other thing you can do is either I can clip him myself or I can bring him to the vet because the vet can't like the pet smarts, like not legally, I guess allowed to like hold him down as tough. Like even though the way I watched them do it, it was pretty tough. Uh, but apparently like the vets can just, I guess they just have no rules. I don't know. So I was like, whatever. And then I waited a while. And then just this past week, it was time to get his nails trimmed again. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try to just do this myself for Mr. Edgar. So, I wanted to go to PetSmart and get the clippers, like the sharp clippers. My mom suggested that I first go to Walmart and get this Dremel tool where it has like a safeguard on it. So for one, it guarantees that it doesn't accidentally go too far on them. It also makes sure all the shavings will stay inside of this capsule instead of going all over the house. And it's just like a little handheld. It's like the size of an electric toothbrush and it just takes batteries. It's like not like as big as an actual Dremel tool. So I was like, perfect. And it was only 20 bucks. So I went and got that. Brought it home. Edgar hated the sound because I don't know why, but he just as soon as I turned on the sound, he got super scared. Started barking, started running away, which he never does that really. I mean, he does like to play and like run, but he doesn't normally like run away. So what I did I ended up having to do was hold him. I wasn't like holding him down per se, but I was holding him, petting him, and then I could touch his toenail with it, and then I would turn it on after I touched him with it. But unless I held his paw really hard, he would pull his paw away. Like he hated it. And it was like 8 or 8.30 at night. And I was like, all right, PetSmart closes at 9. I'm going to run over to PetSmart, and I'm, gonna buy, I'm just going to buy the clippers. So that way, if I was clipping for one second, gets the whole nail, you know, clips. Where Dremel tool for one second just barely shaves anything off. Like, it wasn't doing anything, and he wasn't letting me round it off anyway. So I was like, let me just go get the clipper, make this easier. As soon as I walked in the door with the clippers, he just immediately just got, like, fire in his eyes, and he was absolutely not having it. I would have to call him and hide the clippers. And then as soon as I got him, I'd have to hold him down. And I think like after struggling for maybe 30 minutes, holding him down, I got one nail clipped. And the whole time he was scratching me on my thigh. There's like a big long scratch for him just kicking, not intentionally scratching me, but just kicking. And he like started biting my hand. Like sometimes he'll play bite, like when we're playing rough. Not rough, but you know what I'm saying? Like when we're playing, getting all energetic. Sometimes he'll play by me. He was biting me and like kind of left like a mark on my hand. I was like, are you kidding me? Like you just bit me? The hand that feeds you? Don't you know you don't bite the hand that feeds you? That's just a rule. And so I was like this. 
Like, this is messed up. And so, I don't condone this, but I gave him a melatonin. Just one melatonin, little baby melatonin. I gave him one, and I was like, okay, if he calms down and he, like, starts sleeping, maybe I can get, you know, his nails done. So, I gave him the melatonin. I brought, I went back to the bed, and I was like, let's go to bed. Because when he, he loves going to bed, uh, like, for the day. So, so I just stayed on my phone. I just like scrolling through TikTok or Twitter or whatever. I gave him a few minutes to let him fall asleep. And then I grabbed his paw, right? And I just clipped one of the nails. You know, not going too deep at all. Because you can see, I think it's called like the quip or quit or something. It starts with a Q. Whatever it is like that you're not supposed to cut that hurts him. So you could see it if you look under the nail. Instead of like looking at the top, if you look under the nail... On the dog, you can see it. So I was not even getting close to that. I wasn't even cutting far at all. I was just trying to get a clipping off to get the corner off, basically. And he woke up in a rage. I just Can you guys see that? It was like a little fly or something. I don't know what that was. He, like, woke up in a rage at me and, like, started biting at me. Like, he didn't, like, jump on me, but he was, like, biting at the tool. And then, like, and at the same time, like, started biting my fingers. And I was like, let me just get one more nail. And I was, like, started to fight him in the bed trying to get a nail. And he was not having it. I finally, like, held him down. And, dude, he is literally, like, crying and yelping and barking like he's dying over me just clipping one more nail. And finally, I was just, like, beyond angry, beyond stressed out. And I went to bed. The next morning, I was like, all right, we are, like, we're getting these nails done today, you punk. Like, no matter what. It was Saturday. I was like, it's Saturday. We're getting these nails done. Okay? So I went to PetSmart, and I bought a muzzle. I didn't think I'd ever have to buy a freaking muzzle for my dog. I bought a muzzle, and then I seen next to the muzzles, like, a puppy calming vitamin treat thing. And I was like, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do this. Like, after being bit twice by my dog that is always, like, so happy, like, such a good boy usually, and bit me twice, I was like, I'm not having that. Like, I don't want him to even get this in his head that this is even an option, you know? So I got the calming medicine too, which was expensive as crap. It was like 20 bucks. And with his weight, it said between 11 and 50 pounds, give him two. Uh, so got home. I gave him the two right away. And then I was like, let's just let this settle in. I put the muzzle on him, uh, try to get it all. Like for some reason, he was like, okay with the muzzle, like me putting on the muzzle. But as soon as I would clip it on, even without the clippers out, he was like immediately just like throwing his head around, shaking it, trying to get it off. And so I was like, okay, the calming medicine's not kicking yet. I took off the muzzle, and I was like, let's just, like, let him sit on the couch. So he got on the couch. He started to calm down a little bit. I put the muzzle back on him, and I pulled out the nail clippers, and he just started going absolutely berserk. I was holding him down, and I was trying to clip, and he was shaking so much, like, shaking, throwing his body around. I could not clip his nails. He got out of my body and shook his head so hard, he knocked the nuzzle off. And the nuzzle... Goes on his face like this right here, and then it goes behind the back of his head, behind his ears. So, like, the only way you should be able to take that off is if you clip it. Like, even if I tried to yank it over the top of his head, it was, like, super hard. And he was squirming so hard he was able to do that. And I tried that a few times. He literally somehow kept ripping off the muzzle. I was getting so mad. I started tightening the muzzle. I was like, I don't want to hurt your head, but, like, I was, like, getting furious. I was like, this is unreal that this is happening right now. So I gave him another melatonin like at it was like noon at this point because like I woke up like I did all my stuff like I got chores around the house like 
went to the gym and all that stuff. So it was like noon at this point. And I gave him the melatonin. He had two calming pills in him, a melatonin, and he was muzzled. Dude, we fought for 30 minutes of me. I was like, all right, I'm over this. I got on the floor, not on the couch anymore. I got on the floor. I put my knees on the ground and I pulled his body. His body was up against my knees. So his back was touching my knees. I had my elbow pushing his head back. So I can have his elbow or his head back behind my elbow with my left hand holding the paw. And then the right hand, my elbow was like in his stomach area holding that back so I could snip. Like literally only his paw was there. So I got like another like two or three clippings in before he literally started squirming so hard that he was foaming. His mouth was foaming because he was just yelping and he had a muzzle so he couldn't bite me at least. But he was still like kicking. It was like incredibly insane. I did not get any more of his nails done. And I was like, forget this. Like, I was so angry. I was sweating. He put up, like, a legit fight. And I was like, forget this. I'm going to take a nap. We went and laid down. And he slept from, like, about noonish. Actually, I don't know. It was, like, 1230-ish or 1-ish after that whole process was done. We took, like, an hour or an hour and a half, maybe two-hour nap. Then we woke up, he went outside, came back in, and he slept for the rest of the day. Then he slept through the night, and then he slept for half of Sunday as well. Like, from all that medicine he was on, yet he was able to put up just an insane fight. And so, when we went to the vet, I, I like, told him about this, and they said, like, that's, like, a common thing. They actually hear that a lot about PetSmart, that they, like, traumatize dogs with their nails clippings. So I just need to, there's like a bunch of desensitizing techniques. And I already knew about those prior to this. And I've been trying all these desensitizing techniques since we first got him. But none of them, I mean, it all like just went away. All the previous work we had accomplished just went away. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a pain. Oh crap, my hair just stayed up right there. So that's... That's about it for the Edgar update. It was, it was a crazy week for him. He's, I mean, it's now been a few days. Okay, it's snowing outside, and he loves ice cubes. I give him ice cubes all the time as, like, treats, and, you know, he he loves going outside. Today, I he, he goes to the bathroom three times a day outside, number twos. Okay, he goes number one a bunch. Goes number two three times a day. In the morning, as soon as we wake up, right after he eats lunch, and then right after we eat dinner. Today, I took him outside. In the cold, it's like the snow on the ground. It's not snowing currently, but there's snow on the ground. And I had to walk outside for 45 minutes because he was having so much fun, like playing in the snow, like running in it, feeling it on his paws, chewing on it. Like he loves chewing on the snow. We walked for 45 minutes. I like walked him around our block. I walked him like in his path. And what I eventually had to do to get him to go was walk this straight line back and forth for like 20 minutes just to get him to go because I was like, I'm just going to give you a boring path to walk. Like if we walk the same path over and over and for 20 minutes, we walked on that path. He just, he kept picking up sticks and is is walking with his head high, like having a good time. And finally he went. And the reason why I didn't just give up and just come inside is because if he didn't go, then that means like right now, does this, this all happened today. This, this story is like today. I would have to go outside one more time or right now, since he's been, I don't have to go outside again. Now, I just have to go outside to take him to go pee. And that is that. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to go on the process again. Because even if he has to go, because that's the thing. Like, I know he has to go, okay? 
He has a sign when he has to go. I know he had to go, and he was just holding it in because he was wanting to have fun. So, yeah, that that's that's the Edgar update. From this point on in the uh, in this podcast, I am officially going to be going full-on nerd mode, talking about video games. So if you are not interested in video games, thank you guys for stopping by and enjoying the Edgar show or the Edgar story. Uh, from right now, we are going into video game mode. So... Okay, welcome to all my fellow nerds. How are we doing today, guys? Guys, I just want to talk about Call of Duty for a little bit. First of all, I bought tickets to the Chicago Huntsman event, which is the first weekend of April, April 4th and 5th in Chicago. I'm super, super uh, excited about that. I got two uh, VIP t- Wait, what's the middle tier ticket? So there's the standard ticket. There's like a, a $90 ticket, and then there's like a $250 ticket. I bought the $90 tickets. Uh, of course, approval from my wife. I said, should I get the standard one or the VIP? She said, get. The, I believe it's VIP. She said, get the VIP. Uh, VIP might be 250 Whatever the middle tier ticket is. She said, get that one. Okay, just pay the little bit extra and get the good tier. And I bought two so my cousin Cody can go with me. And now he's not even 100% sure that he can even go, which sucks. So I'm trying to find a second person to go with me. I asked my friend Thedge to go with, but he has plans to do. I don't know. I'm going to get the second ticket will be used, okay, because it's the same price. Like the ticket's the same price whether you go one day or two, and I'm tr- I need someone to go there with me both days. Okay, I bought two tickets because Cody wanted to go. I want him to go with me. Hopefully he doesn't have to work and he just go both days. Because I need someone there with me both days. I got the two tickets. I know they're gonna sell out in April. That's neither here nor there. But other than that, dude, Call of Duty right now. I'm gonna be honest. This is uh, it's not one of the worst years. Okay, I know every year everyone likes to complain about Call of Duty. This is not one of their worst years. But this year, the reason why this year is so annoying for Call of Duty Modern Warfare is there's like so much potential for this to be one of the best games, and they're just not capitalized on that. So my favorite, my favorite Call of Duty of all time is Modern Warfare Three. My second favorite Call of Duty is Modern Warfare Two, and then after that is Black Ops Two. I'm not going to go down the whole list. But Modern Warfare 3 and Modern Warfare 2 are my favorite games. I also like Modern Warfare Remastered. I did not play the original COD 4. Uh, Modern Warfare Remastered, I actually hated public matches in that. So, yeah, let me, let me specify that. Modern Warfare 3 and Modern Warfare 2, I love them for their public matches. Their public matches, I had a ton of fun. And the Modern Warfare 3 is when I first started playing competitive. So, I didn't really know too much about the competitive scene. That's actually when I first started watching competitive on the Call of Duty Elite app. And then... Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, which is Call of Duty 4 Remastered. I really loved that game competitively. I enjoyed that a ton. I played that every night after I would work at Menards. I'd get home at like 11 or midnight, and I would play until 4 a.m. with Brandon and Vince. That was a ton of fun every single night. And then Black Ops 2 was just fun for public match and league play. And then so speaking of league play, that is the reason why this game, one of the reasons why this game, I... Like, love it, but also hate it at the same time. Why? I mean, right now, it is February. Why is there still no rank play playlist? Like, I don't even care if you actually have, like, an actual rank. Obviously, I want a ranking system, but I don't even care if you actually have one. Just give me a playlist where it's the competitive rules. Search and destroy domination hardpoint with the competitive rules. Like, why is this not a thing yet? Like, that is incredibly annoying. I don't understand why this is not a thing yet. The other thing that is still insanely annoying, I know a lot of people are just used to it by now, but I hate the mini-map system in this game. 
every year you guys already know it the mini map system when someone shoots their name their dot is on the mini map unless you have a silencer in this game if you shoot your dot does not show up on the mini map even if you have silencer or no silencer the only way you show up on the mini map as a red dot is if the enemy team has a uav and so if you just run ghost which is in the perk 2 slot which has no competitors then you're never going to be on the uav because the other things in Perk 2, I believe Hardline's maybe in there. Point Man's in there. And what Point Man does is that instead of turning your stuff into kill streaks, it turns them into score streaks, which is nice, but not better than Ghost. Hardline, I believe Hardline's in there. That just makes it so it takes one less kill to get your kill streaks. That's nice, not better than Ghost. Then there's Kill Chain, which makes it so your kill streaks actually count towards other kill streaks, which is nice, but not better than Ghost. And then there is High Alert, which means if someone's looking at you, your screen turns yellow in the direction they're looking at you from. That is stupid. I guess that's nice when you think about it. If there's no minimap. So, but what happens is when someone shoots, there's like a compass on the top of your screen, which is just a flat bar. And when someone shoots, they show up on the compass. The problem with that system is so you can see what direction they're coming from if you're facing their direction. But it, usually if you're facing their direction, you already know where they're coming from. But it doesn't show you how far away they are from you. And if someone's behind you, or like they're not perfectly in the compass because the compass is just a straight line, then their dot just appears on the far left or the far right of the compass. So if someone is behind me shooting on my compass, I see someone to the right. So I look to the right, still not there. Look to the right some more, still not there. Look to the right some more, still not there. Look to the right some more. Finally, I had to do a full 360 just to see where this dot's coming from. All the while I'm staring, looking up at the the, the, the compass when instead if there was just a mini-map system like there was in every other Call of Duty, I could just see immediately where he's at behind me. Like, I don't understand why that's a thing. And then the competitive reason, another competitive reason why this game... So if you guys play Call of Duty a lot, you guys already know these. I'm just saying this story. I just need to get it out there, okay? Or if you just don't understand, I'm explaining. The, the, other, the third thing that really sucks is Dead Silence is not a perk in this game. Why is Dead Silence not a perk i don't understand that dead silence is a specialist ability you have to earn it you can only use it so many times in a game and you have to earn it there's no reason dead silence should be in perk 2 with ghost so that way ghost actually has a perk that it is like it's competing against to actually be used and if you don't have dead silence if you're not able to use it at that moment you freaking sound like sasquatch running around and in pre like so call of duty Modern Warfare remastered is a great example of this Dead silence in that game was a perk, but it made your footsteps quieter, but not silent. And so to negate that, you could still, if you put on dead silence, you could still sprint at people and they wouldn't be able to hear you until like about the last second, unless they had their headphones absolutely cranked out. But what you could do in that game is when you're walking around while aiming, or if you're crouch walking around, then your footsteps were completely silent. And I didn't love that idea, but it's better than what we currently have. Where if I'm crouch walking or aiming down sights, my footsteps are not completely silent. There should be a way where you can make your footsteps absolutely completely silent, especially in competitive. And that is just not a thing. So that that's my rant on Call of Duty. It was just a short rant. Uh, we're going to go on to the next subject here, which is, let's see what I have here. Doing good in the gym is what I have. Guys, at the beginning of this year, I weighed my absolute highest I've ever weighed, ever. It was a really gross number, which is 240 pounds. Now, that 240 pounds is with a hoodie on and pants on, right? 
But regardless, that's still a sickening number. I never even thought I'd ever come close to that number. Uh, but, I mean, I was there at the beginning of the year. So I've been going to the gym since my wife and I moved uh, in these apartments. I've been going to the gym because we have like a... Uh, we have like a clubhouse like for our apartments that we have access to 24-7, which is nice. So I was going to the gym, but then I stopped going to the gym for a while. And then that for a while turned into a long time. And the problem is I have like a I have like a real, real, real crazy sweet tooth. Like I'm just like addicted to chocolate pretty much and desserts. And so what I was doing when we first moved here is I was going to the gym four or five days a week and then just eating tons of brownies, but it was equally and out. You know, I was going really, I was just going hard in the gym, making it equal out. And then I stopped going to the gym, kept eating brownies, not doing too good, hit 240. So now currently I am in the 220s, not at 220 exactly, but I'm in the middle 220s, fluctuates. Sometimes I get to the high 220s, but I'm in the 220s. And that's because I've been going to the gym seven days a week. I know, hear me out though. I know you're not supposed to lift seven days a week. I don't. What I had, I had a schedule that Thedge made for me where I go and I do five days a week of workouts. And on the fifth day, it was cardio slash abs, so you're not really lifting on that day anyway. And I had two off days. And what I decided to do was instead of having two off days, so what I would do, so my off days are Thursdays and Sundays. And let's say it was Wednesday morning, right, and I didn't want to go to the gym. I would just not go to the gym on Wednesday and then be like, I'll just go to the gym tomorrow instead of not going to the gym tomorrow. And then it would hit Thursday, and I wouldn't go to the gym on Thursday either. So that's my problem. So what I do now is on my off days, instead of actually being off, I just go to the gym and do a light cardio. So on a car, what I normally do, I run on the elliptical for 15 minutes before I do my workout, and then I go do my workout. On cardio day, I run on the elliptical for 30 minutes. So uh, usually about two two miles, like with um, like the tension higher. And then on my off days. I have I just do a light which I will run on the elliptical usually just for 10 minutes but sometimes when I'm in there and I'm running on the elliptical for 10 minutes I just after my 10 minutes is done I just keep going because it's just like a light car like I'm not sprinting I'm doing a light jog so I still get a little bit of a sweat going on but nothing too crazy and it's nice because after my 10 minutes I can either be like all right I'm done or sometimes I'll run for like 20 I was like you know I'll run for 20 minutes you know and it's been doing good because now I don't have any off days and I still like brownies and cookies and chocolate but I don't eat them every day I wasn't literally eating brownies every single day but we were eating brownies at least once a week and then on top of that, I was also eating, like, if we had ice cream in the fridge or, I don't know, I was just eating a bunch of stuff. And then also, I would go and get, a, like, a large mocha, which is just covered in chocolate and sugar. So I stopped. Mochas are completely out. Uh, I don't every day, but most days I still eat at least one piece of Dove dark chocolate. It's just a small, small dark chocolate piece. I don't do that every day, but I do love it. So I'll eat that sometimes. And then... I'll eat an actual dessert. Let's see here. I told myself to eat an actual dessert. Like, so brownies, instead of eating like a whole pan of brownies, eat like one brownie once a week. Or, actually, I don't even, it's been like two weeks and I haven't had a dessert. So, no, I take that back. The other day we had cookies, like small cookies. 
But I've just been limiting, instead of eating like a whole pan of brownies every week, like every other day or multiple times a week, whatever, is eat one brownie a week. And then sometimes I'll eat my Dove dark chocolate instead of every single day. Plus ice cream. You know, I was having problems, guys. I was having real problems. But we're doing good on that. So that is my update, guys. Thank you guys for stopping by. If you guys are here right now, I, I'm way more organized this week on my outro. Last week, I did not... I was not organized at all, and actually, I almost forgot what I want to start doing. I want to start reading a psalm at the end of every one of these podcasts. So I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to be reading out of the English Standard Version of the Bible, Psalm 1. And the reason why I want to start reading these is I need to start reading the Bible more. I don't read it enough. I need to, and I know that this is just reading one little measly part, but it's still a start. And then also... Maybe I can help someone who's never heard the Bible before. Or, you know, maybe you have heard it. You don't know much about it. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going to start doing this at the end of every one of these. I just want to read. I think I'm going to read just a psalm every week. We'll see how it goes. Maybe I'll read more. Maybe I'll, I don't know. We're going to start with the Psalm 1, English Standard Version, Book 1, The Way of the Righteous and the Wicked. And I'm not going to like, I'm not going to like try to like, preach on these afterwards like try to explain them because i might not even understand i'm just going to simply read it right now i'm giving you time if you want you can read it with me like follow along but i'm just going to read it and then you can digest it on your own or i can try to digest i just can't i'm not i'm not like i don't know well enough to try to explain it so if i don't understand i can't try to explain it to you and i don't want to fake my way through that and give you the wrong information if i don't understand it then i'm just going to get like go to a study bible or something and try to learn it myself so let's get started here first one blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked nor stands in the way of sinners nor sits in the seat of scoffers but his delight is in the law of the lord and on his law he meditates day and night he is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither in all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like ch chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the con congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. All right, that was Psalm 1. That is going to do it for this week, guys. We are a little over 30 minutes. I like that. You know, the sooner I can start doing this for an hour, the better. But like I said, I have a little bit more of an organized outro now. So I want to let you guys know, if you didn't know already, I upload this every Monday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This gets uploaded on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Anchor. And then also we have the, you know, the whole, the whole tree of this is running on MT. That is the initial brand. I want running on empty to be on the top and then the takeoff podcast to be a branch down. And I want to just start branching off the running on empty podcast and that podcast. Well, it's like running on empty is a brand on its own. And then there is a podcast. So yeah, there's running on empty. There's the takeoff podcast here. There's the running on empty podcast here. And that is your, with your host, Trevor and Joe, they upload every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Eastern standard time. And they also have all the same previous podcast sites with YouTube as well on there. And if you guys want to go ahead and follow us on Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter. I am at Rudy Patuti on Twitter. If you want to follow the Running on MT podcast, their Twitter is at ROE org. Their Instagram is at ROE org. And actually, I forgot to 
put on here their Facebook. I'm gonna look at that real quick because I can do that. Oh, that's also at ROE org. I'm actually gonna write that down in here so I don't have to do this again because I did that last week too at ROE org. And then if you wanna follow the Takeoff Podcast, you can find that on YouTube. You just look up uh, the Takeoff Podcast on YouTube. It should pull up. We don't have 100 subscribers yet, so until we get 100 subscribers, I cannot make a custom URL there. But otherwise, the Twitter is at TTO pod. And then the Instagram is at TTO underscore pod. So I'm going to do my best. I say this all the time. I'm getting more active on all the social medias. And that is going to do it for this week's podcast. Thank you guys for stopping by. If you stay here the whole time, please let me know. And once again, if you guys were not aware, this is on the audio only podcast sites and it's also on YouTube. So if you want to watch my ugly face, you can do that. Or if you just want to, you know, on your ride home, on your ride to work or your ride home from work, if you just want to listen to it and not take as much data like on YouTube and you just want to listen to it on an Apple podcast or any of those sites, you definitely can. But otherwise, thank you guys for stopping by this week and I'll be seeing you guys next week. Hey.